welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where six mates unpack three topics over a new drink each week. Fuck it, just go with that, we'll fix it if it's... Welcome to Simple Minds episode Today, what have we been drinking? Champagne. Champagne. Rum. Two, two different rums. Champagne. And what did you what No, one drink? whiskey, one rum. One whiskey, one rum? Yeah. yeah. Well, what do we got then, Bob? Let's go. Ice cold. Ice cold. Take note, comments. The best stubbies aside. Ice, these have been on ice for like Amazing. two hours. Victoria Bitter. <laughs> Victoria Bitter. Oh my god. Which cricketer does this make you think of? David Booney. Booney. I've uh, got my Booney doll still. <laughs> yeah, this like, is too small. <laughs> I feel like we all need moustaches right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, that is ice cold. They are this ice cold, amazing. which is what you want, man. And this is just what a drink that I. You drink this? I used to drink this back in the day when I was first in Australia, when I was 14, well, maybe not when I was 14, but when, when I was you at were this is one of my staples. I just love VB. There's something about it. It's so Aussie. It's got a nice taste. I can't believe you're coming, coming from a European. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm a citizen. I'm a citizen. Foster's. Well, that's just crowd. I've got ladies' hands. Can someone have that for me? Merry Christmas. Yeah, it is. It is Christmas. Even though this episode won't go out <laughs> around to the next year. Hey, still festive, still festive. So you're going to tell us a little bit about BB? Um, I love it. Just like, <laughs> I haven't actually drunk it literally for years, but I was trying to, I was trying to think of a drink it's that has a bit of history right with now. me. Mm. And VB does. Like, I mean, I mean, you could have won the Emu Ex- Export seriously has made a comeback. How, how old were you when you had your first VB? Seventeen, eighteen, yeah. I would have thought. Yeah, I was, I would have I'm been a crafter, maybe. Actually, might have been a crafter before, maybe seventeen or so. Yeah. Yeah, my my birthday, we just had cases of VB. But in uni days, this was one of the staples, you know. Apart from that brand new beer that came out, remember the ice one? Yeah. The new frozen weird beer, <laughs> something weird, or caramel cold or whatever. But now nah, VB was a bit of a staple through the days of when I used to surf and live in Frio and stuff. And like you know that. the story with VB and Crown Lager? They're from the same brewery. Oh, from the same vat, yeah. what you get told, yeah. It's a longer... So, so the filtration process lets the, the lager come off, and then that's what you left with. something nice. It's got a, a little sweetness to it, VB. Something I like wouldn't that. say oh, that. I wouldn't go with that. I wouldn't go that far. Compared to, like, EMU Expo or stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I don't mind it. I mean... Ice cold, ice cold stubby beer is a good thing. Oh, it's amazing. Honestly, I must anything, admit, anything ice cold is good. It's beautiful. Yeah, right. yeah, it's not, ex- <laughs> not expected. Especially on a hot day like today. This is very, very well played. Especially air conditioning <laughs> off. Come on. <laughs> the air comes on now. We're good. We can breathe. We have oxygen. <laughs> I expected some real craft. I know. I thought that would be too easy, wouldn't it? Yeah, I did too. I thought I expected something very unique. We've got two each if we do want two each. So. All right, shall we get underway? Yes. First off today is me, Matt. Thank you very much. So actually, yeah, let's do this. Everybody says everybody's here. Everybody. Everybody. Uh, Yo, yo, is Travis here? <laughs> Michael, VB Master. Marco. Justin, yeah. sir. 
<laughs> Matt's here. Why would you go to me next? Because I'm going to finish it off and get started oh, into the first question. Sorry. Showbiz, mate. And Conrad, clearly I'm not in showbiz. Clearly we someone's biz, mate. However, the Batman bow tie that you're currently wearing would suggest I'll you are. I'll take a chance off with the socks on and come back in. <laughs> Just for, I mean, we're, we're, you're very lucky whoever's listening to be listening to this and not watching it because Conrad's <laughs> wearing watermelon pants <laughs> and, a bat, and a Batman bow tie. But I'm sure we'll take some pics. Anyway, so I wanted to open up today uh, with a topic, well, or I guess I, I posted on Insta last night uh, after I got home. I like that. We shut up shop and I uh, took a photo of my sort of kids from a distance playing in the backyard with a drink and I I said... The kids weren't playing with a drink, he had a drink. <laughs> the kids were playing in the backyard, they, they were on the swing. There was a drink in front, actually the dog's in there, my wife Tash is in there as well. Uh, but uh, my commentary was, all that's left to do this year is to chill out and take it easy for a few days. And just for the record, I think you're batting right. Huh? Oh, then what your averages are with your misses? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'd say so. It's a boonie reference already. <laughs> <laughs> halfway, through my, halfway through my reading my quote, but uh, thank you. So for, all that's left to do this year is to chill out and take it easy for a few days before we launch into 2018. It can be hard to switch off my brain at times and being outside watching the kids play with a sneaky drink is as good as, is as, good as it gets. So I guess my... Uh, question that I wanted to put to everyone is what do you do to switch off properly and I know we've probably discussed this a lot but not on the podcast and how often do you do it and I guess how does that um, that can tie into how does that impact your life Conrad no Travis might as well go because he was you were touching on yesterday I reckon at the breakfast when we were talking about how you what yeah go on well I think actually no it wasn't even yesterday you and I talked about switching off quite a bit yeah well, personally, like, what I love to do is travel. So that's, like, my switch-off time. Um, the downside of that is that you can kind of only do it once a year or, you know, twice a year or, you know, you'd go for a real good travel. Uh, as you know, I've probably travelled uh, two or three, three-month stints in the last couple of years. We've been travelling a lot. But who really switches off, man? Seriously. Uh, yeah. Even when you're travelling, you're not switched off. No, nah, I'm still thinking about doing stuff and personal growth and work and uh, it's still it is quite hard to switch off you know, I don't switch off I don't yeah. so I guess what, what does switching off mean well mind? okay I, I don't think I switch off either I think oh, it's not fashionable man. don't wear it on your sleeve like a badge <laughs> yes, mate. my post <laughs> I think it's more marker against the marker I don't think I've ever really switched off like that but there's certainly a winding down like, you know, I switched off last night and we're, we're doing a podcast right now. Okay, that's, that's, <laughs> that's momentary, right? We get that. that. That's, that's momentary. And I guess I'm more talking about what are the habits. I mean, travel, like, tra- brilliant. And I love travel. It takes me a couple of days to wind down and then I'm in a good space. But I find that I need to try and, I guess, slow the motor down um, as, as many times as possible during a year or during a, a given period of time. And there's a lot of little habits and techniques and things that we've all talked about before. And I guess... Switching off to me is, is taking yourself into another activity. Third spacing? Would that, would that be possible to switch it off? Into, uh, into more of a mindful activity. So, so or taking, a mindfulness activity. Yeah, something, that, something that you do or use on a regular basis to, to sort of just wind down the clock mentally. So do you mean, do you mean yeah, like simply um, 
what is it, like self-indulging time or your own time as okay. well, whatever. Or both. For me, video games, straight up. Like, yeah. I play video games. I wouldn't say... job's a video game. Yeah. This really. life is a video game. But <laughs> it doesn't... I wouldn't say wind me down. Depends what you play. <laughs> PUBG's a bit... The what, opposite. What? PUBG. What's PUBG? It's a popular game right now. Anyone who knows video games... The hashtag and some followers? Well, no PUBG. If you really know. Yeah, I think the guys out there are playing it right now. Um, <laughs> But that doesn't wind you down. But that's kind of always been my escape, I guess well, you could I, say. I guess what I did wasn't that's what I'm saying. Third, third what, spacing to me yeah. is what I, what I, where I zone out, right? So if I do something like cooking or yeah, playing yeah, around yeah. golf, um, that stuff which takes me away from normal thought processes yeah. or my usual thought process. I mean, still active. I mean, I wouldn't yeah, say it's not active. Yeah. Like I, I love doing some manual labour in the backyard and getting into another, you know. Another space, like basically, that's just not thinking necessarily the same way I would be around my typical work. And yeah, so I call it third space. I don't call it one there because I don't actually think I wind down. Yeah, so that's what, that's what I'm interested in because I don't actively try and work in quote unquote switching off into my day. So there would be activities that say like my meditation in the morning, where you work on potentially just observing thoughts, or that might classify, but. I would question whether any of us actually want to switch off. Yeah, but moments throughout I, the day think, you do switch off. Like, so you're talking to ask but it questions. takes. It takes. I agree with you. I'm, I guess when I say switching off, I'm putting that to the career um, mm. sort of thought process. So I'm switching off that to allow me to be better when I come back to that, which would then involve, say, some meditation or other. You know, like you've talked about. So, okay, so you're not talking about holidays like what no. people would define as switching off. So I'm just want to be clear here. I mean, you take a holiday and you might switch off. Yeah. Okay, but. That's like a kind of macro switch off. Yeah. So you're sort of going well, away for two yeah. months. Well, yeah. saying that, one of the topics that I want to brought up, which is interesting, was similar in this, which is, uh, I know we're jumping the gun here, but Justin, I'm going next. And um, it was like, how do you, you're talking about like how to create, because one of mine was, how do you create space and clarity for thinking? <laughs> is that more what you're referring to? Well, I'm in a bit so I put that post to up because to, 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 to switch up, no, no, I actually, he asked me today, he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm not telling you. Because <laughs> like, he's like, I haven't got anything yet. Like, I'm, I'm going to influence your, your topics. I'm like, fuck you, I'm not going to tell you. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, Did you actually speak exactly like that? Yeah. Much. yeah. And um, are you referring <laughs> to how to switch off in terms of creating space okay. and clarity? I guess what I, what I, I put that post up because I'm about to take a little bit of time off in inverted commas. What that means to me is I'll take a little more time to do more of those types of tasks over this period of time. What, but, what do you mean types of tasks? Well, not tasks. Tasks are the wrong word, but I'll, I'll try and um, just relax, spend less time thinking about business, you know, everything else that's going on, and try and spend more time doing some, some more enjoyable things, more time with the but family. Then, but does that not then fly in the face of that you do what you love? Yeah. So but, if you do what you love, why do you need to take time off from it? To be better at it when I get back to it. Well, why wouldn't you get better when you're going through the process of actually doing what you do? You do. Because you're honouring that process. No, I, I, you do. I, I, so, slightly so more philosophical than I actually, how I actually approached the question. <laughs> <laughs> what I was actually looking for from the, uh, from the crowd. Thank you. No, but, <laughs> no, but I like where that's going. No, no, no. I, I, oh, that's, that's exactly I don't disagree with that. So that's okay. not, I, I, I agree with that. However, I've noticed that when I do allow a bit of time, like if I am traveling, I can get a little bit further away from what my standard thought process would be day in, day out, and allows me a little more clarity and space 
to potentially make some more decisions or consider things differently. So, so I'm, what I'm trying at the moment, we talked about it yesterday morning, is meditating in the moment, right? Yeah. To try and create space as you're going. Yeah. Instead of taking time to create that space, That's get the space in the moment, in the situation, so that you're not taking time out. Yeah, it's the ultimate superpower to be able to like meditate Ooh. in in, in, in a situation when you would normally not exactly be in that space. Yeah. And uh, so where the progression is for that, when talking about getting space and time and clarity, is that if you can do that in a moment, you know you're about to frazzle. Mm. You're you're in ultimate control. So self awareness again. Is that yeah. sustainable yeah. long term though? Like, of course, you can master that. Of course, like, it is. The master's mastered it. But what do you deem as frazzle? Like every night, I like to get home and literally just have 15, 30 minutes where I'm just like blank. Nothing wrong with that. It's, whether it's cooking or like I just have a beer and I watch the Big Bash Leagues on at the moment and I just kind of sit there like this for like 30 <laughs> yeah. minutes. That's you know, right. And then I'm back on again. I'm back but, up doing my thing. You know, but I just, I need that like yeah. small window in my day. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm trying to take those moments yeah. and thread them through my day. But yeah. I think coming back to what Matt's talking about, would you still not look forward to enjoy that travel break, even if you did that? Right? Is that what you're kind of like going oh, down I'd, to a degree? Like, just to, to recharge almost. Like, even if you did that on a daily basis, would you not still feel the need? Or when you actually go on traveling, you, and you, you shared it, we talked about it, like the first couple times of traveling, it took what? Uh, two weeks? Four weeks. Four to weeks shut off. to shut off. Yeah. And is that not beneficial? Like, is that, even if you mastered a daily meditation in fucking the moment, like right now, you're meditating mm. like Zen. <laughs> Do you not still maybe need um, that that time? Is that kind of what you're referring to? I think because having kids and that that moment when you do it, you're at home. It's been a big week. You're running around. You're doing this. You get home. Crack open a beer, a glass of wine, and you sit down and you observe your life, your other people in your life. Cold VB. Cold VB. Yeah. There is a moment where you're like you're kind of stepping back out of yourself and looking at your life in a, in a, yeah. In a so that's yeah. So that's the, so I call that third spacing when yeah. you're giving yeah. yourself that space to look back at you. Yeah, and, and maybe not and giving more attention to stuff maybe during the week that you're not paying attention to, like your kids or the sure. backyard or the dog or whatever, or your wife as well. Yeah, and I think that moment where where it suddenly all sort of aligns up and you're looking around is is a I've had that moment many a time. Which is a good thing. It is. It's a micro switch off, and you're sort of observing your life, and then you sort of get back into it. Well, that's it. I, I guess I was leaning down more than micro, and not what do you do to help with that. Um, we probably yeah, circled around a little bit, but um, I think we all really, get it though. I mean, no, I, think we I all get, get where you're at with that, with that. Where you were with that post, I get where you're at with it. Yeah, that post. So I, I agree. Every day, I like to try and add more things into my day. Ironically, not take them out. That that I enjoy, that helps me be in a better headspace at all times. But I also know when I do take a little more time, I let go a, a bit deeper for perhaps a slightly longer time frame, that I'm, I am able to make better decisions and dig a little bit deeper into, um, I guess, yeah, in more of a third person in that third space. Yeah, cool. Okay, I get where you're coming from, I mean, I guess I just didn't, I don't see like that. If I get a moment like that, yeah, um, it's a moment. I still. <clears throat> yeah, but I literally just shut up my business for the year, like two hours before that, and that was that was the moment I was at. We closed down for two weeks. But what is it? Okay, so so bring me back to that. Shutting up your business for two weeks. What does that mean? Mm. What does it mean? Yeah. It just means that rather than have a lot of the small responsibilities that come to me and a lot of decision making that comes in for those two weeks, yep. I'm able to think with a lot more clarity and do more planning and forward thinking. So, that's, so, you, so you're shutting the physical door? Yeah. 
So you're still in your business? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. yeah. But are you not referring to, like, I had this interesting experience today because, I mean, I don't know if we have any international listeners, but here in Australia, everyone kind of shuts down yeah. for like the week to two weeks. I'm international. <laughs> so am I, seemingly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your, your accent's a dead giveaway, bro. <laughs> but there's a weird sensation, like everyone's going on holiday and break, and like, I know that I'm not going to get all these emails, I'm not going to get hassled and all this stuff, so there's kind of like this calmness that's sort of not the nor- there in the normal day-to-day, right? Yeah. And so like, the business is shut, um, ah. but <laughs> you feel... It feels less uh, of the pounding of responsibilities or decisions or other mm. things that are happening because uh, you know I can't send an email. I know I'm not going to get a response for a week and a half, two weeks. Um, and if so you use boomerang. You can time it. You could time it, but no one's going to respond back to me. So you could time it so that they land on the desk when they get there. Yeah, that or whatever it doesn't matter. It's relevant. That's <laughs> <laughs> sort of what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Sponsorship on this bloody show. Boomerang. <laughs> we want free boomerang. Um, and so, yeah, you don't switch off, I guess, but you you get the ability to get in a different space. And I guess coming back to I think Mike is a little bit like, is that what you're trying to say? Like the business is switched off, but it's like I guess maybe it wasn't that clear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I meant to say was, I don't know what I to get from exactly you. Exactly how you felt. Like, I know yeah. how I felt, but what yeah. I meant to say is like what, and the, the question then led into it, it, that got me thinking. What do we do, and you know, what are the little habits or um, items and tactics that we use to switch off? Um, you know, whether that's for in a, on a daily basis or something we do for a longer period. So Trav jumped into Netflix, travel. Netflix. That's more of a longer, longer frame. Yeah, TV. Yeah, but but Trav takes six months out a year, mate, to travel. I mean, yeah, he's, he's not like, everyone does like, that. He's a creative, mate. He's a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like, travel is my passion. Yeah, you know, and that's why I love doing. How many countries have you been to? 31, 32, so far. But we. We travel very differently. We sort of have the minimum of five nights in each spot to allow ourselves to not be on a go so much and enjoy what we do. A lot of people, you know, go to a country for one or two days, not sort yeah, of what we do. That's me. Um, yeah, we can't do that. So, but that's why I don't know. We travel for so long as well. Awesome. The switching off is important, though, right? So, Conrad, you still you. So I get where you're coming I from. I think it's about. just changing tack, Marco. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but just hear me out, right? So. Um, I know where you're coming from that you don't switch off but at the same time being a basketball coach you wouldn't recommend anyone just continually play 24-7 because there's got to be that downtime recovery muscles are going to heal five hours good call yeah. plus so, he meditates that's yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. But how many other things do you do to switch off yeah, or exactly. slow down at least so I'm not saying, like they're yeah. just different parts of the same thing yeah, yeah. right yeah we're agreeing yeah okay thank you yeah so, so like that's like me cooking over night time, switching off for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's yeah, Conrad's yeah. meditation or you, floating. Yeah. And yeah, you same need thing. that, right? Different, different like, variable. You just need it. Just like an athlete needs recovery. Yeah. If you're working on all of this stuff, you need that other... You need Thank that you other for the context, Mark. Yeah. We can easily relate to something as a muscle. It needs, it needs a rest just as much as yeah. any of your other muscles, right? Yeah. It needs that recoup time. Um, yeah. Awesome. Good chat. Good chat. Good chat. Smooth segue coming up. Smooth segue. No, I think we just needed to move on. (laughs) I don't think we are with with Justin. Yeah, we're pretty much not. Um, Oh, let's get going. So, uh, 
I guess we're, it's similar, right? We're in that time of the year, as I just explained, everyone is kind of um, switching off. Some not, apparently. Some are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it's that, but it's that time of the year um, as well. And I guess it is down that path, but I'm more interested in hearing um, some tactics or thoughts of, it's common for New Year's resolutions, right? We're around that period of year where people do New Year's resos. You fucking oh. put a question about what's your New Year's no, resolution. No, no, I fucking no. quit simplifying. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Someone's throwing that quick and come down. There should be. That. We should have resolutions every day, right? Yeah. But it's more of repegging yourself. Um, do you set goals? Do you reflect on goals? Uh, do you use this time of the year to do that or no? We do it at other periods of the year. How do you go about in creating yourself the space and clarity to think and repeg yourself for whatever that is? Um, do you have any particular tactics or methods? Um, that each of you do. I'm interested because um, I'm going away and I wanted to kind of repeg. Um, I do write down goals. Adelaide. Um, so we're going to Adelaide next week. So there's not much to do there. Sorry, churches. Go to churches, man. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of churches there. There are plenty of churches. Glenelg. Glenelg is beautiful. Actually, Glenelg. Yeah, um, yeah I'm just curious on everyone's kind of. Do they do it? What do you? What are specific tactics? Because I'm interested to know what you know you guys do. If anyone does it, or even you don't bother, and it's at this time of year, it's in the you do it every day in a meeting um, <laughs> on the fly. Does it every day? I'll probably to do this, but yeah, yeah, probably. I think you do as well. You're three to thrive. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like a. You know, like last year, I remember as well, a couple of us were starting to do like a word as well, picking a word, you know, uh, we did yeah, that. Yeah. Do you do any of these kind of things when you re-peg um, and kind of, I, I guess it's two questions, right? With flows off that, do you look to create space, i.e. travel, go somewhere, go to a park, go to a camp, uh, bush and have a sandwich, which we talked about the other way. Do you create space <laughs> to, to think... Do you think and write it down, or you just go with the flow? I'll, I'll go first. Um, personally, I don't set times to reassess my goals and what I want to achieve, or you know that word that we were kind of using. Like I used last year's hustle, um, but I I reassess when I need to. So say if it, I get to March and I feel like I'm not being focused or I need like a bit of a rejolt and sort of reset myself, that's when I'll do it. But until that point, then I'll, I'll continue down my path that I've set. Um, you know, I will write them down and vi visually see them all the time because I think that's really important. Um, but no, I don't use Christmas as like a reset time. I don't, not believe in that. Like it's sort of, it's a week and a half, two weeks. A lot of people get hung up on like finishing everything right before Christmas. You know, it's gonna be there in January. It's not gonna, yeah. you know, like. It's gonna be in Yeah, yeah, sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, that's probably the way I look at it, is that I don't really set specific times or dates throughout the year. I just kind of, it's how I'm feeling throughout the year, and I make sure that then I do write it down, I do visualise it. Did you have a word this year? Um, I couldn't find yours in my diary. No, last year was hustle, and I probably just continued that on, because that's probably still epitomises what I'm doing at the moment. Um, and I guess that's a really good one to still do. What? You had two. Two? Yeah. Yeah, well you just showed me. Apparently, I, yeah, so I had responsibility and people. Yeah, I thought I had responsibility um, And I think it did set a tonal, a, a subconscious thing for me for the year because I did focus on that. And I, I guess 
Well, you became more responsible in certain aspects of your business. Oh, absolutely. But you managed to turn it around. Um, yeah. So, sorry. But are there any? What sorry. did that look like? What you did it look like? Yeah. So what? What is? It you well, I took, I guess, responsibility around certain things within the business that probably weren't failing, um, and then you know looked to myself and that accountability of like, are you really? Are your actions really mapping yeah. your ambitions and what you're talking about doing? Um, so that's where I took responsibility and that at this point of the year has led to some results um, but yeah I'm really keen on more some I guess tactics and rituals whether it's throughout the week anyone else willing to share I'm they... a notoriously bad goal setter <laughs> my new year's resolution is to set more goals <laughs> <laughs> but no it kind of is like it is something I need to really work and I've always struggled with setting goals I'm a bad goal setter like writing something up and saying that's the goal I'm going to go for and sort of sticking to it. You, just, yeah, you, want to, you want to throw out why you think you're a bad goal setter? Well, because I just know I am. Because I don't do it. Like, it's why, not why don't you I do it? Do. Why don't you do it? I mean, be honest. Because I think... You've got a pretty good life, right? Uh, that could be one reason for it, I think. There's, I've got a fairly... Like, the business is going Keeps well. along, families, families managing yeah, themselves. Yeah, you know, so it's sort of... I need to, and this is where I need to start challenging myself. And I, so you've got to move. Yeah. Yeah, so I need to set myself more challenges and and sort of work on that aspect of my. So they don't necessarily have to be business goals for you. Though, not right? really, no. You no, can try and make them just a better goal setter being a goal setter. I mean, I've made massive changes in the last couple of years to the way I approach my life, which yep. is which has been been amazing. But I need to, I need to, there's some bigger ones I know that I need to jump into. Um, but do you use this time of the year at all to acknowledge on them? Definitely, it doesn't it's matter. De- no, that, no, it does a little bit. That's a, a habit bit. of like you normally would use this period of the year or yeah, not. Yeah, you like whatever, like just repeg throughout the year. But you typically you're not really, you're no, not really, not really. No? I don't, I don't okay. use the new year as a. I've never set resolutions or, or things like that. So yeah. it just, I just something I need to yeah, work on. Yeah, I think I'm not talking about so. resolutions at all. We I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't just using the time that you got. Correct. Yeah. This downtime which Matt was giving yeah. off or switching off time to think and get more clearer on yeah. on whatever it is that you want to achieve and sometimes realign because as we know, you know, it's all about the journey, not the destination. So your goals can shift, right? So um, we're talking about this week with all the well, you, yeah. you don't have the day-to-day grind and stress levels, yeah. so it enables yeah. you to be able to think that clearer, bigger picture sometimes. Yeah, which for is sure. Nice. You know, yeah. like in this two, three week. Period. And you and you have to because yeah. of the multi-disciplinary businesses you've got right now. You have to use that time. Absolutely. You know, when I'm sitting up with my feet up on Christmas Day or the next day or whatever, I'm playing golf. Like my mind will be ticking on the bigger picture stuff because I don't have that daily grind. Mm. So you don't switch off, but yeah. you're thinking larger, which you couldn't yeah. normally do in the day-to-day. Well, you play golf because you. Yeah, you're yeah. Only yeah. Only yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Because like you, you're only given in your day, you're only given so much willpower and yeah. so many decisions that you can make within a day mm-hmm. and you can only deal with so many situations. So if you're using your quota for the day every day, you can't deal with that bigger picture stuff. And this is the time, yes, to answer your question. I do you know, think about that stuff when I don't have the chance to over the year. Yeah. It's funny you go there actually, because that's what I was thinking of bringing up to Matt's question in terms of um, how do you give yourself some downtime? Um, I think one of the ways that I do it is, and this also just will tie back into yours because I'll give the answer for Justin's as well, but... Um, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> on, on eliminating things in your day that require decision-making. Um, and it just gives you 
better capacity to make more quality decisions in other areas because you're not using it. You, I feel like it's yeah, you know, you're Steve Jobs mentality is wearing the same shirt and pants to work every day <laughs> to give him an extra two minutes or three minutes. So what's the other things you mean that are going to take up like, decision making? Um, well, just on that, I mean, they do say well, there are a lot of document or books that say willpower is finite. Yeah, that it runs out. You know. The, kind of over the day. Yeah, I don't have a great reference for this. No, no not I. Not vaguely um, heard or read that, say, uh, Barack Obama's day yeah. was extremely structured yeah. to the point where the only things that he was making decisions on were of national importance. The rest, like what he was wearing, what he was having for breakfast, lunch, dinner, it was all. It was, all it was just like this is what it is for you. You allocate your mental capacity to what your job requires of you. So I do have a look at stuff about about my day that I can eliminate that needs it. And it's stupid stuff like I, I have the same breakfast every day. It's just scrambled eggs. I know it's there. <laughs> same. Good to go. Yeah. How, long, how long have you been mindful about doing that? Uh, probably about a year. Um, that's where uh, the... Um, and, and little little frictions in my like morning routine and stuff that I tried to get rid of. So adding Amazon, like the Echo Dot. Yeah. Um, so I can just walk you. into my room, say, start playing the podcast that I like to listen to, and it's just, it's all synced up, and it's good to go. I, I think you're going to have to excuse the ice just for two seconds. I think that's the, the difference between, like, getting home at 7 o'clock at night and needing to that shut-off time. Yeah, when you do it. Amazon dogs. No, no, just, like, when you... Getting rid of stuff. Yeah, you, you get rid of those, like, stupid little decisions all day, or yeah. if you've had a really, like... Uh, you know, decision based day, your know, heavy decision based day. I get to like home at seven o'clock. I need to shut off. Yeah. But some days you get to eleven o'clock and your mind's just still going. You have like so much still like drive and warm and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, for me that post was almost that because that's me excited knowing I've got some of this time. Like so, coming back to your the question was, I, I do use this time and for the last probably several years, Tash and I will get rid of the kids. And do a half day. <laughs> half Honey, day. I shrunk the kids. Yeah, so you have new kids, kids every no, year. They still be there. <laughs> uh, so we get we get a sit up. Nick, and that's like this is my one chance to make sure I get No, no, no. Look, like, we someone else looks after the kids for half day. I want to be They'll give me more than I can give them. Mate, you're not even in Perth. When? I'm leaving twenty nights. When do you want? I don't know. Okay, we'll slot in Perth. Go ahead, what were you saying, sorry? Right? No, no, well, we, yeah. So we, <laughs> we sit down, well, we sit down for half a day to a day, and we actually write out, um, yeah, we, we go through and we write out a set of... Personal and business? Yeah. So, and like, for example, we will we'll talk around like kids' sport, extracurricular oh, yeah. activities, like what do we want them to do this year, what worked well last year. We actually don't then come back and check them that often. But we find that setting some of those thoughts at the start of the year, we pretty much end up 80, 85% of it gets done. Do you done. like that? So with, with your kids? No. Yes. Uh, oh, no, myself oh, and Joanne have a, a night every week that we have just go out for dinner and chat about kids, what's happening, what's going on. So that's where we discuss that sort of thing, yeah. But no, we don't, we've never set down plans for them as such. It, yeah. Not really, no. We do it with the kids. We yeah. try and like, write some stuff in there around our relationship, like what's something we might want to try and do as well, or to improve it. Um, yeah. yeah. We, we then talk about how much, we're the of the year. how much we're working and whether or not we want to continue the same way or make some adjustments. <laughs> okay, but continue the same way in the marriage. 
how much you're working. So time away, because like, at the moment Tash works three days a week, and we make decisions around. How long have you been working three days a week for now? Um, well, since William's gone, or since he was one. So Which two is? years. So two years. She's been doing three days a week. But she enjoys working three days a week. She doesn't like being home seven days a week. So it's all a challenge, but we work through it. We, we do a bit of finance and other things as well, but a big part of it's just going so through all the different it's a, it's, a, it's a reflection process. It's a reflection process Basically. and just a readjustment. And we yeah. might go, oh, look, and you we really these... feel like they should have been learning an instrument. Maybe we let's try and make something happen. And do you write these down and store them? We're in a bridge. We're in a You got the family on a son. You got a son. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just interesting. Oh, it's like, that runs on the calendar. Yeah, either Asana, whether it's a notepad. Do you write anything down or no, Trav? For goal setting, yeah, like for that. this reflection and thinking or no. Yeah, yeah. I, I do for business stuff. Probably yeah. haven't done for personal stuff. Yeah, that's okay. probably the next, 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 do, you next refer, do you refer back to the business stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, like once a week. No, month. probably you know every three months or so. It's on my whiteboard, so I actually you know okay. sometimes I visually see it every day for a little while. Sometimes yeah. I don't see it at all. That's interesting. Trav's actually a very good goal setter. Uh, having witnessed what he's done over the last few years, he's the, I don't know how he does it. Honestly, don't. I don't see the structure in what you do. I just see the results in what you do. It's called bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just hustle and bullshit. Well, we know you hustle. I'm, I'm being honest. I don't know how he goes through it, but he ends up doing shit. Oh, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. Appreciate it. <laughs> It's not, I didn't teach you that because I wouldn't have talked to you that way you go about it. <laughs> I think I'm like hater in that I don't use a specific like frequency per, throughout the year or this time in particular. Uh, mine, again, I think I was talking a lot about last week, just goes on like when I get that sensation in my gut that something's just kind of not up. Then I reflect on where I'm at, um, reassess, and then I do write stuff down. So I actually having this conversation has reminded me I wrote a shitload down about what I wanted to achieve um, personally, financially, uh, and work-wise um, at the start of my sabbatical. So I reckon from memory you would have ticked off a few boxes. Yeah, yeah and there'd be some big gaps as well. Thank, but, thank, thanks to Rosalind. So I don't get the Rosalind joke. No. But I think there is an element of like. Um, no, no, wait, wait. No personal jokes. What's the Rosalind no, thing? I'll talk to you later about it. Okay. Um, you know, I think there's an element. I don't think I have a ritual where I regularly look back, but um, like I would try to create these uh, sprints or breaks. So I'd try to create yeah. space throughout the year where I'd have like a two or three day break. And I found this year for me, I did quite a lot of travel this year. Um, that they worked really well and they were like my mini re-peg moments to kind yeah. of reflect and go how I'm doing, recalibrate and then I'd come back for like a two month sprint to the next kind of thing um, but it's interesting I think I do write stuff down and I sit down with the, the missus and we talk about some things and I think the act of just writing it down you look back and you go oh, actually we did you do do quite a those mm. few of those things, so, and I don't I don't know if this is the connection of just by physically acknowledging it and writing it. It's that course it alchemist of uh, I'm going to go there. Yeah, that the the universe you do know, you do know. <laughs> the universe finds a way to, to you know, provide um, what you kind of request a little bit, and and um, you know so 
Yeah, I was just interested to yeah. see what you guys yeah, question do. For, for you, you must wrap up, Conrad. No, no, you haven't, no. Sh- you haven't shared your, uh, if you do this. Well, I do, I do it every year. Every year yeah. I do my personal and, and business goals and I'll be challenged. I, and I think I shared with you guys earlier, I'll be challenged to plan out the next three years. Over. At this time of year? You yeah. Do? yeah. Um, oh, sorry, that's a good question. Does uh, Do you guys look just to the year or is it pegged out further to three, five I, years? I, or not so really? usually I do 12 to 18 months. Yep. I've been challenged to go out past three, four years now. Um, and there's, there's some personal reasons around that, but I'm, so I do, all right, every year, this time of year, usually over a two week period, I'll give myself some time to, to re-peg my three, six and 12 month goals, and then I've been challenged to look at the next two to three years. At what point, say, because I've, I've done my goals for three year business, right, and I'm at the end of the first year, yep. at what point do you re-peg now. for the next three years? Now. So you re-peg now? now. Because I, I was going to do it at end of year two, no. and then repay for another three. Do it no, now. Not doing no. that. Cool. Thank you. And what does that um, look like when you ha- have that break? To what does it look like? Yeah. Really ugly. <laughs> I don't. Self reflection sh- things. I don't generally. I don't generally get <laughs> my pajamas. Depends on where I'm at. But do you like do you go away? Do you yeah. take two days to? I usually to go. Work? I usually go away uh, once every two years. Um, but to do a big sort of refocus yeah. sort of thing and yeah. plan. Yeah. The thing is, some of us have kids and some don't. That, that's part of the reason why we need to break away from them for a period of time. Well, so there's an extra level of business in my life now that before I had more reflection time in my life every day. But I would, I would, I find it. I have to work a lot harder to make sure I've got time to journal now, for example, than if I wanted to like five years that, ago. Well, I was going to say the, right, the reason why it's become every two years for me is because of the way I used to alternate the care of my daughter. Um, which gave me the time every two years to do that. So I think that's what it's just become for me. Um, but I'm keen just quickly, I don't, I'm not sure how much time we've got left. Those of you guys, yeah. no, a minute, okay, those of you guys with partners, do you include your, your partners in your business goal setting? Uh, loosely, loosely. I'm getting better at it. I'm um, having Joanne talking about business and where the business is going with Joanne, definitely yeah. getting better at it. I wasn't very good at it before, I must admit. I'd, I'd say loosely, like, it's shared whether they uh, contribute or influence what it looks looks like. Well, yours would be different. You want to be in the business. Yes. So, but we definitely share overarching, and it's communicated back to what we've talked about in the past. So, whatever it is, and whatever the needs to happen, yep. it's overly communicated. Like, if I'm going to set X goal, I we communicate and go, "This is X goal," and it's like, "Cool." And what does it look like? It's talked about. What you say, literally, why? Well, it's just the conversation. It's nothing, you know, documented or you know, like I don't get a, a, yeah. a binded document out. Go, <laughs> all right, actually, so you know, this is this is what we're this these are our goals. You know, it's sort of like you know, we'll be driving down south in the car. We'll be talking about, yeah, I agree uh, you know, in the ne- you know, our roadmap for the next twelve to six months, oh, six to twelve months or eighteen months, and I'll go, oh, this is with the business. This is what I really want to achieve. You know, in the next twelve months financially or. You know, like I want to put you know one staff member on in January, you know, and etc. So it's a conversation rather than, and then you know whether she keeps me accountable to that or not. You know, it's it's not like you know like a hard document sort of thing that we. But more more importantly, so you want to let's let's use that example. You want to put a staff member on in January. Yeah. That's going to affect cash flow. Absolutely. And so that then will affect the household. Absolutely. Yeah. So does does it go down to that level? Well, uh, yes and no. Uh, Probably haven't had that conversation with Ashby uh, to start off with, because that's our goal at the moment. Yeah. If that comes comes up, 
Uh, but you know, we're just married, live by herself, no kids or anything like that. So it's not a major impact on us. She's working full time as well. Um, but yeah, definitely a conversation that needs to be needs to be had for sure. And Michael, obviously, I'm in the same yeah. similar position. Yeah. You you yeah. you you're looking at putting on a staff, you or some sort of contractor. Does that go to that conversation? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Joanne knows that we're looking at. I've been speaking with that guy that yeah. we've been doing development work with. So and yeah, I've been keeping Joanne up to date with what's going on there. So and, and, and I'm and I'm interested, okay, because. I've laughed at a single bloke right through my business career. And I haven't had to share anything with anybody. My mum knows the bare basics and still calls me a criminal. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I, I think communication in every aspect of your life is very, very important. Whether if it is about business, about life, your emotions, etc., etc. So I think it definitely is an important part of your relationship because if like I'm mar- like I'm married, so we're we- talking about you being married again. We chose. <laughs> it's the highlight of this month, alright. Uh, so like I've chosen that person to live with for the rest of my life. You know, obviously every decision I make from now on is going to majorly impact her. Whether if it's business, you know, I own a small business, yeah. you know, that's going to impact her. So I have to communicate with her effectively. Absolutely, I think it's a very important integral part of of it. Whether you know she's going to impact. The decisions yeah. is another thing. That's probably where I'd say. And then to wrap up, well, I think we'll, so, right? They have to a oh, little bit. Uh, but um, I think to wrap up, um, and then we'll move on to Trav's final topic. Uh, before we digress too much, we did have I don't know. I think it was last week at breakfast. We actually discussed this is a little bit relationship based, but going off that conversation, your partner has to be there to support whatever you do, and not necessarily push, which we talked about too. Mm-hmm. So they have to be well aware of whatever you're doing and whatever the consequences may be. So like my partner would be like, if we have to eat sausages, we have to eat sausages. Because if I have to take, stop eating pay cuts or whatever. Sausages aren't bad, man. No, nah, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's your level of There were some weird smokes. I've had too many little 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 smokes. I've had too many you know, that I guess the overarching thing is it does happen, this space is common. I mean, it's because there is the clarity, you're not making day-to-day decisions, you can think larger picture, so it's a good time to re-peg, set some larger goals. Uh, stretching out a couple of years, I can see the benefits. Um, interesting to see everyone's little approaches to it, really. So it's good. Cool. Trav. All right, um, I want to talk about some because I just got married. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just get married? <laughs> just joking, no, no, no. No, my actual question is, um, what is your New Year's resolution? Okay, no, seriously. Um, I want to talk about forgiveness. So totally different <laughs> topic. Um, yes! From, yeah, we're cooking. We've only got a few minutes left. <laughs> from <laughs> what we have spoken about today, so onto a whole nother track. Um, I want to talk about forgiveness internally about yourself but also externally uh, so I've got two quotes the first quote is by Buddha um, which one the grey man what's that not so sure actually um, which I should know that but I apologise I didn't write it down that's fine um, holding on to anger is like grasping a, co- a hot coal with the intent <laughs> of a <hot> coal. 
That narrows the post <laughs> down very, very fast. You talk like a Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You are the one who gets burnt. So, this story is about um, external forgiveness. And for me, uh, something that I, for some reason at a young age, dealt with very quickly in my life is the ability to forgive people um, and not move on. Because like personally, I think forgiveness is one of the most powerful emotions that you can practice within your daily life. 100%. Whether if you can practice it for someone that's, you know, you think that someone's done something to you or, or um, you know, you need to forgive yourself for something. But um, it, yeah, I, I don't. I never understood like how I processed it as a kid, and as I'm getting older, um, I kind of, you know, I still am trying to grasp why I not forgive easily, but why I'm okay with being, you know, what I'm thinking about at that particular time. Um, so yeah, I guess I just wanted to open up and just figure out like, is forgiveness something that you guys really think about in your day to day life, or is it you know something um, that you don't really think or you don't even process that emotion or like what's is there an experiences oh. like I know Conrad's like <laughs> this is I got a, a, a whole topic on this thing mate. I know this is something that like because we obviously very close with uh, and what we talk about so I, I know it's very close to your heart so if you want to you know start well you talk you talk about forgiveness and it, so, so like everything right and I've, and I've come to terms with if you're going to influence people you've got to act through yourself right to move people you've got to act through yourself so if you talk about self-forgiveness, then or forgiveness in general, you have to self-forgive. Okay, if you're going to love someone else, you get self-love. So self-forgiveness was something I probably went through just post my dad passing away, and it's probably been one of the foundation blocks of a lot of growth in my life because forgiveness allows you to shed guilt. Okay, guilt doesn't serve anybody; it serves no one. And as a kid, you actually forgive yourself real quick. If you guys can think back when you were trying to do something real wrong. You don't carry that. You generally don't carry it until you get punished for it, and then you hang on to it for a bit longer, or until someone else points it out to you, then you hang on a bit longer. So as you get older, getting rid of guilt becomes a real hard thing to do until someone holds you accountable. Yeah. So self-forgiveness is something that, like as a kid, as is self-love, as is everything. As a child, we get taught really early, but then we forget because we go through the process of parenting and teachers and coaches and partners and everybody else that wants to just keep telling you you're doing the wrong thing. So when, when my dad passed away, I was left with a person that was probably holding me accountable to a really, really extreme level, taking out my life. And I had to then go through that broken shit, what do I do now? And some self-reflection, um, and you were around around that time, um, and a lot of conversations with, with various different types of people, including a lot of priests. Um, you know, I got to a point where I understood what forgiveness really meant. And you know, around the time, you know, probably a year after they passed away, I actually, the, 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 the penny really dropped about the power of forgiveness. But to, to, uh, to alleviate it within me, I had to deal with me and then allow it to permeate to other people. So yeah, it's, it's a pretty powerful topic. It's a massive topic. It's a, it's a powerful emotion, and I think uh, it's an emotion that people don't practice enough in their day-to-day -day I, I meditate daily on forgiveness. Yeah, I, like, do you? Yeah, okay. yeah it's, 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 it's a word that I visualise a lot. Yeah, the, the little hack for me 
Uh, and the thing that, like, with my father, I'd struggled. Like, we never really saw eye to eye. And the thing that, you know, like, he would do things that would piss me off and that sort of stuff. And I used to ask myself, like, if he died tomorrow, would I be okay with uh, how I acted today? Mm. And if that's ever a no, then I'd go and fix that. And whether if that's forgiveness or, you know, stomping on my ego or anything like that, that's like the one major thing that really changed my life and impacted the way I dealt with every situation. Uh, and, you know, forgiveness is a lot of, you know, a lot of that a lot of the time. And people don't, I think, understand the raw powerfulness of being able to forgive. It and just that stops you, man, yeah. if you don't do it because of the guilt that goes on the back end of non-forgiveness. Yeah. Well, exactly going back to my quote about Buddha is, you know, forgiveness is that sort of thing that if you hold on to it, you're, you're trying to use it to impact someone else or hurt someone else. But at the end of the day, by you holding on to it, you're the only person that's going to do the damage. Well, there's a great quote that I heard um, the other week. I forgot the exact words. I quickly Googled it. And it was, goes, to forgive is to set a, a prisoner free and to discover that the prisoner was always you. Always you. So you were always the prisoner. So like holding it that around, uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, Lewis B. Smeeds, not sure who he is. Smeeds, yeah, Smeeds. The Smeeds. He's on the BB right now. Yeah, he's on the BB. Yeah, like I, I don't, I've never held grudges either personally. Yeah, I never felt guilty. Guilty, mm. definitely, oh, but I've never like I felt guilty. So, so guilt, guilt is the, is the self forgiveness. Sure, cornerstone. But I've never to others. I don't know, and just naturally, I've never really held grudges. I've been like, you know, whatever. It's never bothered me. I move on pretty quickly, naturally. I don't know where or where that's come from or why, but I I move on from things to the point where, like, even my missus is like, oh, nothing seems to bother you or whatever, or someone does something, and I'm like, eh, you know, and uh, for me personally, I, I'm not, maybe I'm, I'm probably not aware enough of forgiveness, um, so it's a cool topic because it's probably an area that I've never, like, from what we've talked about a lot, I've never put a lot of awareness into forgiveness. I really like so, it actually because yeah. I think I've been trying to focus a lot on gratitude, but I think gratitude is different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's different, but to forgiveness would be a really good one for me to start focusing on. It's a core. Particularly, yeah. Oh, in general with other people, with myself, um, but I think now that you've brought it up and I'm thinking about it, I would classify myself as someone that has a high tolerance and very like I, I give a lot of leeway but once you then break that I'm very bad at forgiving so like I will hold grudges and I will um, what do you like with guilt? sorry? what do you like with guilt? No, a lot I've experienced that a lot I think on a personal level and yeah, I, reckon, I reckon you almost you even flow through that on a regular basis yeah definitely um, so the forgiveness thing now, now that you bring it up, uh, it's something that I want to focus on. I think it's really. I'm surprised we haven't talked about this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It's a major part of like that. What engineers me. So that's probably well, you're a hippie. How, how, how do you, you fully forgive? What about forgiving yourself? How do you guys? How do you approach that? Because I feel like that can be just as hard, if not harder, the than hardest. forgiving others, the hardest. which so, is the guilt element. How, absolutely. You know, like uh you know, you might feel guilty for doing X or Y or whatever. Um, what are what are things that you? I mean, if you meditate on forgiveness, does that help? What are things of like? How could you? You know, like a market. Yeah, yeah, like how do you start to overcome or be aware or what are tips or tactics? Well, the, the letting go of guilt firstly means you've got to understand why you feel guilty in the first place. 
Sure. Yeah. So it's like unwinding of an alcoholic. Yeah. You've got to accept the fact that you're probably doing the wrong thing or doing a thing that you're assessing the wrong way. Yeah. So when it's front of mind, then you can deal with the emotional state as why it's there and why you feel it's wrong or why it's doing what it's doing. But you've got to be able to bring that up. And that's honest kind of self-talk. Oh, self-awareness. Yeah, it's all self-awareness. What's the most honest conversation you can, can have with yourself? All the ducks down a high part. For some form of context, <laughs> Conrad <laughs> talks to ducks at Hyde Park. I think we've talked about it. Have we? Okay. There's no ducks down there anymore. <laughs> no, what's following me? I get there and they will just come to me. The master has returned. I just see you in like robes, kind of like lording over ducks. <laughs> ducks we have a good chat. With bread. No, no, chucking out bread. I think, I think the way that I would approach guilt if when I realise it, because I don't actually reflect on, oh, I'm feeling guilty at the moment. Um, again, after this conversation, I think it's going to be... It's going to be your journey. Yeah, very, it's going to be your journey. It's real big here for me. Oh, you want to be all next year with our conversation tomorrow. It's going to be real. But it goes back to the question that I keep saying, which is like, can you change the situation or can you change how you feel about it, right? So, for example... If at the moment I'm feeling anxious about not keeping on top of the stuff that I'm trying to learn on the side, because I'm tired or because I want to train or whatever, either I change how much I'm training, change how much I'm sleeping, or I just deal with the fact that I can't keep up with how much I want to do. Yeah, and you feel guilty because you can't take a box off on yeah. your to-do list. Yeah, 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 do you yeah. Feel totally, totally. But then I have to sit with, I'm, I've got to be okay Acceptance. with Acceptance. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah or, or I just... Work harder and get it done. That's it. But there's the, there's the two sides, right? You either change the situation or you change how you feel. Are you still holding guilt from last year's um, bike car park ride? Remember when you... Used no, I actually think I've, I've processed that. Did, had, really did you well. have guilt from yeah, context? Like, sort of context? Yeah, the, um, the event that I was trying to put on, which is a bike race, that essentially... I, and I talked a bit about it last week, actually. Yeah. Um, about putting my name behind something and then um, sort of promising it, yeah. yeah, and then delivering fucking zero on it, right? Um, but the way that I've dealt with that is that I've seen the opportunity that, well, I saw the good from it, which was it's now pointing me down the path that I actually know I want to go down. It opened my eyes to I want to go down videography, I want to go down that passion in life. Um, and the failure of that event and me trying to save it showed me that, right? What's yeah. the other quote? Uh, from one of my greatest uh, proximity people, Tony Robbins. Uh, mm-hmm. Forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. Yeah. Mm. So that's so uh, yeah, one, one, one of the best. The, thing one the one negative best. emotions and guilt is the easy part. Like it's so easy to feel negative and guilty, and it's but it's you quite as easy that, like, to flip it on the other side. We've been trained that way, right? Yeah, we've been trained to feel guilty. But but what I'm saying, it's happened to you through your parents, through your friends, through your teachers, through your coaches, through your bosses. It's been thrown at you through society. It's really fucked up. So the forgiveness part is actually something you really need to work at. It's something you... You, Well, you have to undo the shit. Yeah, yeah. And it takes takes time. Yeah, it's it's weeding the biggest fucking garden. Mm. I mean, even the the micro, like meditating in your... You know, you start feeling guilty because you're thinking about something else and you feel bad. Like, that triggers guilt. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a letting go, and right? It's, but I can't meditate. Well, shit. 
that meditation. Yeah. And that's the thing, just let it go. Don't worry about it. You that's thought, it. of course you're going to think, like the monkey mind's going to kick in. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Just move on. It's, being able to move on is the... Well, you just said it. Your monkey mind kicks in, right? Yeah. And, that, and that's exactly it. It's the, it's the prehistoric brain. Yep. It's hard to fight. It's been around for donkey's years. <laughs> Since when? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I very much am like Marco in that I'll, I'll show a lot of leeway until a particular point and it maybe not maybe it's not a particular point. If Go internal for me. If you're bring it bring it back internal, don't worry about external. If you're in my inner who I consider the inner core yeah. of people around me, and that's not necessarily or family or yeah. otherwise, the people that I have expectations of yeah. and want to keep accountable, you break one of those and I really struggle. I, forget that. I want to hear what, what you talk about guilt internal though. Can I just say one thing on yeah. that? Yeah. At what point is, your, like, is our expectations on someone the way they should live their life not reasonable because like why should I judge you know Justin <laughs> no, no, no. for living the way he wants to I agree so then I don't need to forgive him for something he's no. doing because he's living his life just the way he wants to you know so it's funny how we put like really unrealistic expectations on people around us you know you should be living your life that way you know my father why aren't you cleaning up your house or why aren't you doing this you know and that's that's a projection onto me yeah. you know not onto him so then you know you are practicing forgiveness and guilt but really, he hasn't done fuck all. That's you really know, it, it's, it's all on you. It's all on your expectations and your mindset and what you what you see on them. That's all on me for putting that person in that circle of where I have am expecting a certain level of action from them or reaction or whatever that looks like. So that's on me. So I can I can be slighted. Well, no, slighted is probably the wrong word. But someone can do something very bad to me in a business sense or otherwise. And I can probably forgive them quite quickly. How do you deal with guilt? How do I? I've got the, in the internal. How do, you how, how do I deal with it? That's what I want to know. Okay. I don't. I just work harder, or try to at least. So, 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 can I? Can I ask you? You can ask me. Can I ask you? No, can I ask you for a favour? Sure. Can you please spend some of your time goal setting on removing some guilt? Okay. Because if you if you don't deal with guilt, then where does it pop up in your life? Because you know obviously if you suppress something so much that it's going to bubble up somewhere else. So does it bubble up somewhere else in another negative emotion, or does it just you just suppress it so much? Sometimes, that? I'd say sometimes that pops up with anger is probably a little bit strong, but that's one thing that'll pop up as a as a result and so I might I mean we both get there yeah so I might <laughs> pop up with anger in you know in, in area B because in area A I've got some guilt because I haven't done something else and then I'll, I may project that onto someone in that inner circle yeah. that's certainly a possibility or the dog the for, dog, for me, dog's my... out I have very little expectation of my dog <laughs> 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 I, have, I, have tw- I have a 12 year old beagle and I've learned from day one to not even attempt to control that dog he won't eat he won't eat anything after I throw the, anything once, he plays fetch yeah. with me instead of me playing fetch with him. We are not going to get big There is, there is no way, I have very little expectation of my dog. Um, so he's not in the circle, although he's in the family. <laughs> so, so you're going to try and crack at that through your goal setting? Sure, cool. absolutely. I'd, um, it's something I'd love to work on. And Marco, are you off to go to? What yeah. would definitely. What would be the first step on the path of forgiveness? 
self, under, under, self, self awareness of understanding yeah. what caused the guilty shit. It's all the things that's in your head. So the, yeah, and as with everything we've always well, talked that's about, it's a massive oh. first step. Can't we just like break that down? <laughs> like, what? Well, so what, what do you mean? I'll, I'll break this much. Like, well, it's like the first step is be enlightened, right? <laughs> 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 no, it's not. Like the second step, contextually, self-awareness is really important. Yeah. Okay, but in the in, in the area of understanding where you feel guilty. Okay, so let's be. I'll, I'll limit it. Come back down to what when you when you hear the word guilt, it triggers something. Yeah. Okay, what does it trigger? Mm. And then I'm going to say why. I'll give you my first step. It's just going to be awareness of it. We just like said that. Even, yeah, but <laughs> so you said the why. Exactly. No, no, no. You said awareness General? of the why. Okay. The like da da da. And I was just like, man, it's a lot, right? For me, it's just like Santiago. Yeah, but awareness, <laughs> awareness is not quite a step, right? So what's an actionable step? Oh, well, I think awareness is. I think absolutely actionable. Knowing okay. that you're doing it. If someone's knowing. listening and they want to, you know, try and do something that, like, is maybe some journaling. Well, my advice is be aware of it. That's that's an actionable step. Like, I'd have to disagree that that's not an actionable right step. Write down what the word guilt means to you. Yeah. You know, okay. are there things that pop up in your mind? Yeah, well, that's an actionable step. So I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, aware, I get what you're saying, and we, we've talked on awareness a lot, so we sort of know where we're going with that, and we we all might have different ways of approaching that. But I think how you how do you do that? How do you get awareness for it? Oh, oh yeah, okay. Create your awareness for it. I mean, obviously journaling is one way well, of doing it. Well, going to be like it, it, bring it, it, in, bring in a, like a little structured bit into my morning journaling. On, am I feeling on, guilty about Am anything? I feeling guilty or like, just what what do I think forgiveness it. is? Like how, yeah. how forgiveness may, how did forgiveness present itself yesterday? Or whatever, like I'll just pick something and I'll build it in. Cause like my journaling at the moment, I'm feeling it's a little stagnant, so. But that is a great opportunity. Well, that's good, though, right? Yeah, yeah. And with the sure. awareness, oh, it just is. It just is. It's happening. Because with the awareness, right? Because a lot of people, I think, as well, the majority, forgiveness is that acknowledgement that it all starts with you, too, right? Always yeah, you does. can't have awareness, and a lot it's of all people, through you. Well, all all this is through you. But the majority of I don't know about the uh, the listeners that we have right here, but the majority of people don't accept that responsibility from the get. But and that's it all, okay though. That it all starts with them. But you've got to be aware of that before yeah, yeah, you yeah. can even be aware and, of forgiveness, right? And sorry, like I feel strongly about jumping on this is that it does it definitely does start with you because if you were to expect zero from everyone, you would have you would never have to no. forgive anyone, right? Because no one would ever do wrong by you, right? And, and we go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> That's all we have time for. Tune in next year. What about the rabbit hole? Oh, we're wrapping up, are we? Um, nice. well, this episode brought to you by Victoria Bitter and David Byrne. <laughs>